0: Welcome to our Labor Prep episode here. I don't know what the episode number is. I'm probably going to do an intro before this by myself anyway. 69. It's episode 69. We flashed all the way back. Um, So basically what we're going to be doing is recording this one and the draft. And this is Monday morning right now, Monday the 3rd. Then the draft is on Tuesday the 4th. And those will both come out on Wednesday the 5th. So I might even do a, a solo pod later Monday on like news and notes if the Mookie Betts thing happens um and you're not available. Anyway, so mm-hmm. w- we'll worry about the the numbering of it later. Bottom line is we're here to talk about what we're looking to do in the Labor Draft on Tuesday night. And we have the tenth pick. You're joining me um with Jason moving to did he go to AL?
1: Yeah he's, like, he's in AL he's doing,
0: he's doing both AL leagues and we've mm-hmm. got the tenth pick and uh, we got to kind of be flexible, I think, because you and I have stated that you get uh, maybe as early as five, but really around that eight, nine, ten, it's so open mm-hmm. and there are upwards of 30 players from eight on that you could start to puzzle in, you know, piece in into any real combo and, and regardless of. How far afield it is from ADP, even if it's at the lower end of where those 30 rank, it all makes sense. So, what we're gonna do is we're gonna look at the average draft position of, should we look at the online or the draft champions? Draft champions are 15 teams, online have fab. So, there's. Yeah, let,
1: let's do draft champions.
0: Okay, so that's gonna be 15, that's gonna match labor in terms of teams. And we're looking at it since January 20th through 2 3. So, last two weeks, 12 drafts, decent sample. A lot of stuff has happened. I don't know that there's too much that wouldn't be, uh, that there's not really anything that wouldn't be calculated into that because drafts have probably ended that would account for even the Nick Castellanos move. So,
1: mm-hmm.
0: uh, I think, we'll, I think we'll get a good read on everything here. And just for the sake of giving everybody an idea, number 10 is Trevor's story. Um,
1: I would be totally which fine with that, would be
0: amazing, right? I was on. Sirius XM uh, over the weekend with Clay and James Anderson. And they were kind of asking, you know, what, what's some general ideas that that you think? And I, I you know, I wasn't trying to like not give them anything, but I was saying we have to be flexible. Mm-hmm. If Trevor from Sto- make it, I think it becomes a choice. If mm-hmm. only one is, then I guess it makes our lives easier DeGrom probably won't make it And I think Cole De- I'm starting to Actually put a little At least at the 10 pick A little distance between Cole DeGrom And then Verlander Scherz I'm using them as two different pairings So okay. Particularly if Story's available If somehow, although the thing of it is If Story were gone I feel like, well, feel like, well then Lindor's available Then Turner is so basically, yeah, we're going to get one
1: of these shortstops because you got to think that Acuna, Yelich, Trout, Cole, Cole Bellinger, Betts. Betts are all gone. So there's your first six in some order. Yes. Yeah. So then it becomes does one of those three shortstops in Lindor, Turner, or Story make it to us, or does DeGrom? Yeah. So, exactly. I mean, obviously, the decision could easily be made for us. Mm hmm. But let's let's say that, you know, someone jumps Juan Soto or, or Bueller. Walker Buehler up uh, and we have a choice between those three shortstops stops and DeGrom,
0: who would be at the top of your list? I think DeGrom, because okay. then we really get to attack that hitting in the third through, say, fourth rounds, which I find to be so rich. And our picks in those rounds are 21, 40, 51 over the next three rounds. And again, just the the offensive talent that's available in that realm. There's good pitching talent too, guys that I like for sure. Mm-hmm. And you know, somebody like a Snell, I'd have no problem headlining for us. Clevenger, but they're not DeGrom, Grom, obviously. Yeah. And so um and we've also outlined how remarkably deep shortstop is. Anyway, not that I'm afraid to start with one because, you know, you can almost say that it's better to have multiples because it is so deep as opposed to just waiting on it. But we like a lot of mid and and later guys. I don't think we'll get left out in the cold there. I think there is a way for the pitching to spiral quickly. Mm -hmm. And all of a sudden we look up and say the third round and we're left with like a real like a good guy, but like a question mark. Like can Giolito redo? You know, mm-hmm. do it again. Um, can Clayton Kershaw, you know, stay healthy and go more than a buck seventy? You know, um, I don't even think Snell or Sale or Strauss would even be there. So that's that's kind of where I'm looking. I feel like if Degrom makes it, I'd be really keen on going for him.
1: Okay, I I, I can be on board with that. I mean, I prefer the hitter personally uh, because of the depth of starting pitcher, but you know, there is a huge difference between Degrom and the rest of the field. It just—I mean, there's a fact.
0: So I, I will me, say, if, if it is story, I do think we have a real—we phrase that as shortstop versus Degrom. If it's specifically story, who isn't there? It does become really difficult for me. I still lean story, Degrom.
1: You have story above Lindor. I do. Wow. All huh? right. I He's, can. I can understand that. I
0: disagree. Is there but... not? A reason to believe that he's actually a, a better batting I know his strikeouts are higher stories sure but his batting average now I think uh, it's more of a health risk between the two well when yeah. door opened the season injured last year
1: that's his only injury story he has a long stories of history or injury history
0: <laughs> yeah he's got he's got uh this is what he happens got, when I don't sleep <laughs> a little a little bit of a big one and then some knickknacks you know mm-hmm. he's only gone one um, over 145 once in his career for a major league season, so there there is that. Coors allows him to put up full seasons worth of excellence, even in a 145 game sample. So there are the pros and cons there. I guess I'm not even, and maybe I should don't don't block things off. I'm not even anticipating a realm where where Lindor is think
1: Yeah, I don't think there there there's like a non-zero chance that both of them are there. Yeah, like I just I don't. I mean, I could see somebody. Pushing up Soto, yes. I just don't know that there's anybody else, unless someone pushes up Tatis into the top nine, or I or, guess or
0: someone Bueller, Bueller, or someone goes Bueller slash Verlander gets really aggressive on their pitching. Now I don't know. Let's look at who's ahead of us. So it's Tim McLeod, Zach Steinhorn, Mike or Steve Gardner, Alan Harrison, Joe Sheehan, Joe Pizzapia, Jeff Erickson, Rudy Gamble, right right in front of us. By the way, we're sandwiched between Rudy Gamble and Fred Zinke fucking sweet awesome <laughs> super fair not that there's I a, a yeah, duo exactly. i want to be in between but if i'm ranking them they're pretty high at the top there <laughs> but uh so i i'm looking and i'm not thinking you know erickson could go tatis mm-hmm. he there's took them 10th
1: recently in a draft champions
0: in a draft champions that your boy is in oh you're in that one as well in that very one that is our one for the arizona fall league uh uh not
1: presenters Ari- not arizona fall league the uh florida
0: no no no. Florida. for those for those who were at afl and it's only 15 so they can only pick 15 people we did no. it last year so yeah, we're running it back i knew i, I knew you're gonna say something so i already was covering for greg That's all right
1: I, I i don't need another free league <laughs>
0: I'll, I'll say um he could probably do multiples but anyway um he took Tatis 12th. I don't know if he'll take him 8th. I had the 10 pick. DeGrom was not available to me because Jeff Zimmerman took him nine, and I took Story. I'm not afraid. You know damn well that I'm not afraid to load up stock on guys, so I would not be against getting another Story share. Um, again, leaning DeGrom, but I think if Story and, and and even Lindor, we might still debate it right up until draft pick time.
1: Okay. So but that gives us an idea.
0: I think either way— now, if we take Degrom, there's no way we go to second round pitcher, right? We're not going to open pitcher pitcher.
1: No, not with a talent that's going to be available in the second round in terms of hitters. I, I agree with that,
0: and I, because you can almost get a first round hitter.
1: Yeah, right I mean, now. there's a chance Arenado could fall. Yep. Uh, I, mean, I took J.D. Martinez. In, that's in that who I act. was thinking too. So I, I would
0: so or unbelievably. Peace, I mean,
1: I can't imagine Tatis makes it back to 21. Yeah, but if he did, that, that would That's pretty much be a pin, slam dunk. Yeah. What about so, Rendon? I'd be okay with Rendon. I, I mean, it depends on if we start pitcher.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: You know, I'd, I'd really want to grab someone with speed. I'm not going to pass on an Arenado or a Martinez. Mm-hmm. But I think uh, I would pass you on, on the- like
0: Rendon for like a... Uh, uh, Jose Ramirez. Jose Ramirez. Okay, that was my question. Yeah, so I'll put I'll rank Ramirez ahead. I'm I'm okay with that. I like both of them. Um, I do think Arenado is a cut above Rendon to where we can't pass him, but then Rendon and Ramirez are close enough to where the speed favoring. I'm okay with that. Uh, I still have Arenado as a firm first rounder. That's why if he made it, we would make that pick so quickly.
1: Yeah, that, the, that would be very very easy.
0: The clock would barely move off the uh, off the allotted time that we would have. So it looks like. There are very few instances where we're not going hitter. In fact, I gotta be honest that even if we didn't get to Grom, I think hitter hitter. And yeah, then... that's
1: the start. And then and then we look at forty for our first pitcher. So yep. uh you know, at forty we could go Chris Sale. We could go potentially Luis Castillo, who I love. Sale, Castillo, Snell. Snell I, I doubt Snell
0: makes it to forty. I if if sale that's his
1: that's his max pick.
0: Oh, that'd be yeah. That you're right. He's been going pretty pretty firmly above that with Sale, Castillo, Corbin next.
1: But I think if we if we start two hitters, maybe we should go pitcher pitcher third fourth.
0: I would be very much into that. So then fifty one puts us in Corbin, Giolito, Nola, Kershaw, Paddock. Darvish, Severino, Morton, like a, oh, a large a ton. group.
1: Yeah, there's a ton of guys we could choose from. There's so a
0: large group to consider there, and I feel like we would just take our favorite there. Do you have a standout favorite of Corbin Giolito, the guy from Corbin to Severino on that list of uh, ADP? Do you have a standout favorite? Uh,
1: I don't. Probably Severino, but it kind of depends on who we get with the first pitcher because if we get someone like S- uh, Sale... I don't want to do another kind of risk
0: injury risk guy in mm-hmm. Severino. Okay. Yeah, that so. makes sense. I mean, it would be uh, yeah, two guys who did not have full seasons. Mm-hmm. I, I'm not afraid to take one, but I, I think I agree with you that I'd be down to uh, protect it a little bit there, and and maybe go with the more, uh, at least from 2019, the more whoever the, was the more stable guy there, like a uh, Giuliano or you know, I'm kind of generating some love uh, myself here where I was a little bit lower on him I'm kind of jumping in on the paddock train a little bit I, am um, too. I feel like people starting to come out and point out the flaws and I you know we've talked about this on the show where they they group his whole second half together and try to make him look like he really slowed down when if you really dig into the game log there's a a lull. But then he finished really strong again. If anything, it really boils down to the four first four starts of August. Mm-hmm. but you but you can expand it back to a couple bum starts in May, too, where he had a sandwich. It was a uh, if you look at May 14th, 20th, and 29th, he had two duds sandwich around a gem. And so if you kind of do that whole last, 19 starts, you, you create this whole, uh ah, you had a 405 ERA over, you know, the next 19 starts after opening with a 155. It makes it look really stark, and I think it's very misleading, personally, Um, because if you really look at it, even if you just go, like, and, and, again, dig in on that June, or on that August stretch, keep the May starts in there. I don't care. Go to that through the end of June for Paddock and it's a 362, acknowledge Mm -hmm. the lulled open August, but then look at his last four starts. He gave up two earned in 23 and a third with 32 strikeouts, a .77 ERA. I have no real concerns about Paddock, and he's apparently cultivating that third pitch. You know, We we get a lot of these stories. They don't all pan out. It's not like he had nothing. It was a show-me curve, but if he turns it into a bit of a weapon, I mean... I don't think there's any reason he can't be as good next year with more innings. 333 ERA, 0.98 whip. I wouldn't try to plan for too much more, but I would take a lesser ERA and whip for 180 innings.
1: Yeah, I'm right on board with you with that. I think too often we focus on the negative aspects of a player's season and forget the fact that, like, this is his second season in the majors. Like, he went from double A, 37 innings. Uh, in double a to the majors and through an amazing season in, yeah, in he, like that's that's a ridiculous jump triple a paddock didn't. yeah skipped it so like, he, he could easily just grow by leaps and bounds as well so i i just i think he is uh yeah i think he would be definitely a guy i'd be willing to target i don't think i have any shares yet so um uh, that would definitely be someone i would be interested in taking so if like yeah. we could start with like a sale paddock or castillo paddock uh pairing at the top of our rotation i feel pretty good about you know then just nailing hitters
0: for a while yes that would be uh if we are taking these two at 40 and 51 then we really are now digging into a big hitter pool where do we go on the closers um now the general tenor they've been down they're mm-hmm. starting to inch up, Hater specifically. Hayter and Yates are inching. But the first one, Hater, is still only taken at 66. Yates at 76. Chapman, Osuna, 86, 89, respectively. Then Hendricks, then Hand. And they, they get past 100. So even if we took, we could go two more hitters, bypass the real top, top, top of the tier, then mix a closer in at mm-hmm. 100 or 111, and then go back into hitting like we could, or we could take hater at 70. Um,
1: no, and I then, think we, I think we take a hitter at 70 and then at okay. 81, we make a decision on Osuna or Chapman versus going another hitter and okay. seeing what's there.
0: I'm fine with that. And there's a small chance that haters there. If the, mm-hmm. if the room plays the way the market did early. In fact, I want to go back to the very beginning uh, of the uh, draft season here, and see what the composite ADP is for Hader, because like I said, he is moving up. But we'll see if that trend holds. Let's see. Hader. Uh, when did the when did drafts start? Like November? Jeez. Yeah.
1: We 16. drafted in October.
0: That's right. Sixty nine. Nice, nice, <laughs> nice. So he's moved up a few picks, um, to sixty six. So he's but he's on that island there. Um, and Yates is actually moving up a little bit more to, to get closer to Hater. But anyway, uh, yeah, okay, I like that. So hitter, let's go back to 120, 2020, and look at hitters in the 65 to 75 range here. That could be for us, starting there with Matt Olsen, Manny Machado. Yeah, that
1: that's the guy.
0: I mean, that would be Dream. Now, that's a little bit his average – is 64. Mm-hmm. I fudged it a little bit there. Uh, so I'd be six picks lower, but he's gone as high as 79. So there are drafts where he mm-hmm. makes it. It would not be outlandish. Let's see, Olsen went in the fifth round to me in that uh in that draft, and that's exactly pick 70 because I picked 10. So um I got him there just in, in a draft that's still going on, so it's definitely plausible. And I agree, that's a dream target. That gets us a top end first baseman mm-hmm. that gets a big dose of power. And uh, I'm super here for it. But the best laid plans don't always work out. So let's look at some others. How Bryan, about
1: jumping on Max Muncy?
0: Oh, you don't even have to okay. say yeah, any more. Good sir. Like, I know
1: his ADP is 79, but that I means wouldn't care. Me, yeah. I mean, to me, he is wildly underrated. He plays three positions. It's just. I feel like Olsen is number one option. And if he's gone, then we jump on Muncie and then hope that, you know, if Ol- we do take Olsen, that Muncie's still there on the wraparound.
0: If he was there at 81,
1: we skip I think- the pitcher and, and, and take yep. Muncy,
0: right? Yep, because we could put him at second freaking base, dude. Mm-hmm. Like, that's so golden. So, yeah, uh, say no more. I'm, I'm fully in on that. The other first baseman around there, I mean, that's a position we're looking at. That's not what we're locked into. But Rizzo and Goldie are there as well. Mm -hmm. And I'm actually not even against those. So if we kind of hone in on first baseman here, I'm fine with it. I think there's four options that we're likely to have kind of a pick of the litter for, and that works for me. And then, like you said, at 81, we look uh, closer versus hitter. Mm-hmm. And just kind of uh, see what see what falls to us there. It's got to be like an Osuna, Chapman, if not Hayter, Yates. What, where are you on Yates, by the way? Because obviously he's...
1: I'm high on Yates. I, I have no, no concerns.
0: Yeah, he's getting a weird ding because of what happened with Trinan and Diaz. Mm-hmm. And it's like, he's not destined to fail because they did. Like... <laughs> you know, I kind of get a little bit of the vibe of of why people are a little bit nervous. It's the pop up. He's, he's also
1: going 30 picks later than they were going last year.
0: Bingo. And it really wasn't his first year of excellence. Mm-hmm. He was brilliant in 18 and he was pretty darn good in 17. Save a home run issue that needed help. Like it was a bona fide home run issue. But he's now cut it for two years. He cut it big time in 19 to 0.3, Yates did. It'll probably inch back up, but even if it's at the 0.86 of uh, 2018, I'm not worried. I'm not betting on a 119 ERA and a 0.98 whip. Give me something in the 250, 110 range with tons of Ks and another 35-plus saves, and I'm in. hmm Okay. Yeah. So, um, yeah, Osuna Chapman, if uh, Yates and obviously hater don't fall. All right. So then when would you want to ideally get back into the starting pitching pool? Let's say we get the closer. So we have we're six rounds in, we have three hitters, three pitchers.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Would, would I would wanna... say
1: round 8 or 9.
0: Okay. So two so, more hitters coming up here in 7 and 8. Yeah. Um and even if we don't go for the closer at 6, we would go hitter and then probably closer at 7. So mm-hmm. let's assume we're getting the closer and then go 7, 8 here. Let's focus on the hitting pool mostly and see what it offers. That's picks 100 and 111. Josh Donaldson. Oh, man. I have no problems with him. Yasmani yeah, Grandal. That, you know... I like playing position scarcity when you're not really leaning out for mm-hmm. it, and I don't think that that's. I don't either. I don't think that that's a, a you know some super aggressive pick. In fact, if we took him at a hundred, that would be uh, four picks under his ADP.
1: Where are you I out would, on Mercado?
0: On Oscar Mercado, I actually mm-hmm. quite love Oscar Mercado. He's it'd be a another
1: option in that in that hundred range.
0: It'd be a speed component because mm-hmm. if we don't get Ramirez, then we are a little slow. Oh, if we don't get the shortstop in the first as well. Um that we are a little slow and he could be our first guy there cuz I don't feel like we need to get silly and bend over backwards and get a bunch of rabbits. No. Mercado, I think is somebody who can realistically go 2020. And um maybe even more on the speed, maybe it's like 1525. Mm-hmm. Something more like that where the power isn't quite there but the speed is big but, big like fan.
1: Starling Marte light. Yeah. At at what 60 picks cheaper?
0: Mhm. So sign me up for that. Um, that's a good call out. Let's see here. Would you be in on Sanchez if you're in on Grandal as well? No, sure. Sanchez would have to fall. Yeah. Uh, in, in fact, actually, I, I have Sanchez above Grandal. So yeah. So do I. And, but his max is 99, so we'd have to set a new, a new max with him. So it's unlikely. Let's just let's just say that. It's but unlikely, if he's there.
1: But this is also not a. Not an NFBC league, so you True. Know, guys may devalue catcher a little bit more. Yep. Uh, than maybe we see in NFBC leagues.
0: Every draft will be different on catcher as well. Mm-hmm. I, I really think that that's one of those positions that it it can run the entire spectrum. You'll get in one league where Real Muto, Grandal, Sanchez, maybe even like a Will Smith, like they just start going, you know, almost way too early, and then another draft where. The whole league is saying, I don't really care. And you guys can have those top dogs. I'm going to get Vasquez and freaking, I don't know, some other low. Uh, Vasquez and Chirinos or something and not care. Garver's another one who could jump up. So, yeah, we'll play that one by ear as far as the catcher goes. But I think we look hitter. Matt Chapman could also be available along with Josh Donaldson, who you mentioned. So we could almost take the younger Mm -hmm. version of Josh Donaldson.
1: We could. I'm a big Donaldson guy, or a big uh, Chapman guy as well. So, Miguel Sano also in that area. Uh, If we're feeling a little light on power, though, I I have a feeling we won't.
0: (laughs) Yeah, but, yeah, because he's, dude, what he did last year Mm -hmm. without with the games played, that's filthy. Yeah. That's really filthy. He would actually be available probably in the eighth round pick. Yeah, likely, yeah. But um, if, if we jumped him up. If the other guys were gone, I wouldn't be against that. So, eight, the pitchers start to get back in focus. If if we want to go that way, that would be like Gray, Carrasco, Lazardo, Lazardo, Otani. I I don't think I want to pay pick one eleven for Lazardo.
1: Okay,
0: I really what do about, like it. What him about another? That,
1: what about doubling up on a closer and doing like an Edwin Diaz?
0: I'd actually be hugely in on that because. Then we really don't have. I mean, we wouldn't take mm-hmm. another
1: we, we relief. you know. Yeah, we wouldn't need to take another Maybe reliever. one
0: reserve, maybe yeah. like one spec, mm-hmm. Cal Crick with our very last pick at 440 or some shit.
1: Yeah, exactly.
0: Okay. Yeah, closer's a possibility.
1: Because you got Edwin Diaz there. You got Kenley Jansen there. Uh, some of the fallen potentially heroes. Potentially Taylor Rogers, Brad and so Ken Giles, who is. Yep. Just completely underrated
0: this year. So underrated, dude. Like, what is the deal with that? What's Uh, the deal?
1: You know, their their rotation is a you know is better. And I know the rest of the bullpen sucks. So I mean, maybe that has something to do with it. But yeah, but the team in general, yeah, the team in general is better. I think. Yeah, it just I I feel like he should be higher than he is. I'd probably prefer him to Kenley
0: Jansen. I'm I'm on board. I'm on board with that. And could get traded possibly in the second half if they're yep. if they're you know showing some signs of improvement but nothing crazy and they want to get a, a big piece for Giles that could also happen and mm-hmm. I don't think he would go anywhere to set up necessarily.
1: No, I think he would be a, like a perfect fit for something like Arizona. Uh, you know, if they're tr- or you know if they're trying to make a playoff push or mm-hmm. uh, the because of
0: all the prospects they have. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I, okay. I think. He he's a guy to kind of keep an eye on. I'm on board with that. So let's map out a couple more rounds and then start to hit on some you know just interesting targets like because you can't map out too far or else it'll Mm -hmm. just explode. So if we did that closer, then we're gonna go back are we gonna go to starter in the ninth or another hitter and then starter in tenth, eleventh?
1: Yeah, I think we let's see at that point we'll have one, two,
0: three, four four or five hitters we'd like be four and four or five three to the hitter side
1: i think we could go either way honestly i you know if we wanted to go with a guy like 130 uh you know if lance lynn or zach Gallons there i think that's a real interesting conversation mm-hmm. uh i'm a big know, freed
0: guy i like freed a good mm-hmm. bit um and you th- those talked three... me into
1: freed so freed could be i think i moved him up to like I'm gonna say 28 or 29 in my perfect my ranks. So those um, three are all
0: right there. Mm-hmm. You
1: know, or if if we want to make a you know take a shot on a hitter, you know Michael Brantley is one of those guys that is just spectacularly solid, mm-hmm. and like and and probably should be going higher than he is. I mean, I love that range, 116 to 155. That just tells you like how.
0: Some drafts all just over the, ignore him.
1: Yeah, so all over the place. So, like, Brantley could be an option there. Are you uh, a BGO guy at all? I am. I, okay. I I feel like 130 isn't an awful spot for him, but it's not particularly – I'm not feeling great about it necessarily. And, yeah, and we're pay, who knows we're who market drops. value. Like, we're, we could be at this point, like, someone could just completely drop – Mm-hmm. You know, down, like, uh, you know, if people are afraid about where Sano is going to be hitting in the order. Yeah. Uh, I know a lot of people really hate Hyunjin Ryu uh, this year because of the park change, uh, mm-hmm. moving away from Dodger Stadium to the the infield in in Toronto. Uh, I can't imagine Castellanos is there uh, at Maybe. that point. Probably uh, not, though. What is Otani in labor? Is he,
0: he is... both? That is a fantastic question. let me see if I can get some clarification on that. Let me enter the draft room and see if I can see what he's.
1: Oh yeah, you gotta you Set gotta give back. me access to the draft room.
0: Oh yeah. Oh, I gotta get you. Yeah, I'll, I'll see if I if I can add you. If not, I'll get them. I'll get Steve to add you. Otani has pitcher utility. So he can do
1: both. That would be interesting uh, if he's still
0: there. I think with. With both, he might move up and be more of the 111 consideration. If we wanted to get Otani,
1: I think there are going to be some people who
0: are just afraid to take him in a weekly league. Well, I, I'm I, 130. If Otani was there, I would almost say that that's our lockdown pick. Okay. Because I think that that would be tremendous value. Mhm. So I'm in on that. Okay, Otani's uh on the consideration. Let me see if I can add a co-owner. All right, so, and then pick 10 is 141, and, um, you know, Fran Mill, he's a guy I love. Yeah, we're probably going hitter at this point. Um Yeah, Fran Mill's power. I mean, just that'd be obscene power. Mm-hmm. Tucker's a power speed guy. I think he's going to play. I know there's some people who don't. You know who I really like, though, even more than Tucker. Why is Max Kepler only going 151?
1: I have no idea.
0: Would you be interested in him?
1: Oh, yeah. I love Kepler. I'm a huge Kepler. for I
0: I, I don't really understand. I think there's actually some growth potential as he really did his big damage against lefties last year after a career of being a splits guy where he was really only hitting righties. He was becoming a little bit of a liability against lefties. He flips that on his head. Well, what if the BABIP, I think, was like 230 against righties mm-hmm. for no real good reason? What if he flips that and all of a sudden he's doing damage on uh, on right-handers? I think that could be really interesting. Yeah. So I will put him as a consideration. Plus, if we don't get J.D. Martinez in the second round, we need an outfielder. Yeah. So Kepler, Fran Mill. Um, I'll list Tucker just because this is where – do you like Schwarber?
1: I mean, no, I'm like... not. I'm not a Schwarber guy.
0: Okay, explain that one to me. How could you like Fran Mill but not Schwimmer?
1: Because he gets... Well, it would be interesting to see mm, with the current Cubs team. He's such a liability defensively Ah, that he loses plate appearances.
0: Oh, but he's not, and he doesn't. He has improved his defense.
1: He has improved it, but he did take a step down last year.
0: I think he's capable enough to play full-time, though.
1: He, it was actually, by the metrics, like one of his worst defensive seasons. And that's saying a lot. Now, part of that is because he played so much. And so it accumulated. But by which was, metrics? Uh, our defense over on Fangraphs.
0: He was minus one defensive run save. That's basically average. After a two and 18 for Schwarber. Are you sure you're looking at Schwarber? I think
1: I am. Where... I uh, now, lost the page uh, da, 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 da. Uh, Oh, it's his defense. I was looking at his defense uh, accumulation for war.
0: Oh, like his defensive runs. I mean, mm-hmm. yeah, that's that's probably the the playing time that you're mentioning, but like u z r minus point nine that's that's you know, basically average minus one. Defensive runs saved. It's basically, yeah. I don't know. Would I don't
1: have. I, I, I would rather, honestly, I'd rather have the upside of Tucker than.
0: Oh, I am too. I, this is, oh, this man, is 30, uh Fran Mill versus. This is Fran Mill versus Schwarber personally. I feel that's... like if you like one, you got to like the other. That's my, that's my case. You'd I'm. Be
1: r- you'd be wrong on that.
0: Yeah, but you haven't outlined why. I, I,
1: I just did. I don't think he's a good defensive player. He's not. He's no. He
0: good might be at
1: best. He is. He is usable.
0: You know. You. You you have not made that case.
1: I I may not have made the case. I still believe what I believe.
0: Okay. Well, I believe the actual results. And um, oh, that's dumb. uh, Silly, I know. But yeah, I mean, they're the same guy, though, dude. Thirty-eight, ninety-two with a two-fifty average for Schwarber. 3781 with a 249 average for Fran Mill. Fran going to be 24. Schwarber's going to be 27. Sh- Schwarber's still in a potential growth phase, too. They're the same guy. The bottom line is they're the same guy. So I think we have to list both, despite your dislike. I could get behind favoring Fran Mill based on age alone. I, I can make that concession.
1: American League. Uh,
0: yeah, and, and he is full DH. So I, I can make that concession, but they're the same guy. And I will be steadfast on that. Um, so if both are available, we'll take Fran Mill. But if we miss out on Fran Mill and Schwarber's there and we do need power, I want you to maybe d- dive a little deeper. And, and, and say Capua like and Tucker are gone and all that, I think Schwarber would not be the end of the that,
1: world. That, that's when I'll start to like, Malik Smith.
0: Oh, God. I'll Malik leave, Smith. I'll leave the draft room. We are not drafting that <laughs> slug. We are Malik not
1: Malik Smith.
0: No, gross. Look at all the stolen bases. No, I'd rather take Byron Buxton. How dare you? <laughs> I'd much rather take Byron Buxton because, you know, there's this one thing where um he's good at baseball
1: mm-hmm. and
0: uh, Malik Smith isn't. It's just a weird difference. And I, I get hung up on these weird differences, I know. Where, well, I want...
1: where did they each finish on the player Raider last year?
0: I haven't a clue. I'm fully yeah, I, I, fully I can, aware of I can Buxton's... tell you,
1: Malik Smith was
0: way above Buxton. Based on playing time only. I bet it's not Stolen nearly I, no, I bet it's not near here. Okay, okay, here we go, big guy. We're gonna, you're gonna you got this big talk coming in. Mm-hmm. Oh, you're about to make oh Mike, you look so stupid, dude. Hang on, hang on. We're gonna do per game. We're gonna do per game and you're gonna look foolish. You're gonna be upset. You're gonna do, you're gonna be upset. But I okay. mean
1: that that's part of the doubt. Da- if I knew that Buxton was gonna play 150 games, of course it would be Buxton. But Like, when was the last time Buxton played 150 games?
0: That's why he's so cheap, though.
1: Is he, though? Yeah. He's not that cheap. Like, he's still... Malik
0: Smith's... Yeah, it's not even... You mean the guy who
1: led the majors in stolen bases?
0: Yeah, and that's all he did, dude. Like, it's so bad, man. Like, it's... I hate those players. Like,
1: that could potentially be, like, the floor like the year before he hit 290 so let's split the difference
0: isn't that so clearly the outlier though what did he hit before that 270 238 270
1: At- so yeah 270 like if he he he's you know if he hits 250 like all the projection systems have him with 40 home runs 40 steals
0: he will I'm have sorry. one <laughs> <Sorry>. home run <laughs>
1: he'll have uh, five home runs Something like that, but sorry, forty stolen bases, like that's—it's
0: just so we don't have to worry gross, about bases yeah. for
1: the rest. Like, uh, obviously not at one forty-one, but I bet you he is probably available at one seventy-one, and at that point, I'm going to be yelling at you.
0: Hmm. I'd rather take so many different guys.
1: What Aquino or Willie Calhoun?
0: Hey, whoa, you're bit Whoa.
1: I, I, turned
0: on your boy Willie Calhoun. Oh my god. You like Malik Smith? That whoa. Whoa. <laughs> How dare you, dude? That's your guy, man. It is my guy. I'd Sorry, rather... Willie. I know he listens too. So he listens. So he's gonna be pissed as yeah. hell. Willie, I got your back, dog. I would definitely hit 40 him.
1: home runs just because of that.
0: I would rather take I would rather make that same mistake and take stupid ass Garrett Hampson. Than <laughs> <laughs>
1: I'm on board of that. Garrett Hampson in the 11th and Malik Smith in the 12th. We're God. not taking both. Draft over.
0: Oh, my God. Man, <laughs> I don't know. Like, okay, you know, I, I, I think we mentioned this uh, in a Malik Smith conversation recently. 38th outfielder uh, on the year. Yeah, you know, uh, that's yeah. the top 40. That's nice. Mm-hmm. Higher than your boyfriend, though, by the way. Yeah. Fran Mill was uh, 41st, and Schrober was 30th. Just saying. No big deal. Just saying. Big gap between them. One's really good. <laughs> the other's Fran Mill Reyes. Um, Yeah, You know, dude, I don't know. Yeah, here's the way you could sell me. If we don't get Ramirez and we don't get Biggio and we are just dying stone <laughs> cold, you know, dry, uh, bone dry on speed. Okay. I think I could be... I think I'm just
1: be. just planting that seed. I'm just planting that seed.
0: We had, like, Lindor, J.D. Olson doesn't really add batting average necessarily, although I actually believe he has batting average upside. I, I 100% believe that if you look at his batted ball. Uh, but if we also got Brantley, who we talked about possibly getting mm-hmm. in the ninth...
1: We can I, also pun average in a league like this because it's standalone.
0: True, true, but I don't think we'd have to. I think at this mm-hmm. point... And I do grant the fact that the two twenty-seven doesn't seem like Malik's level. He was never that low. And he's a career
1: three thirty-three Babbitt guy. He had three oh two Babbitt last year.
0: Yeah, and 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 it was even that if you look at with sixteen uh, with the Braves in sixteen, he was at three oh two. That's mm-hmm. his rookie year. 72 games it was kind of uh but then he goes 347 366 in 81 and 141 games with the rays then down to 302 so you got the too good the too bad and i get that it, that equals the 333 i'm fine uh, you know suggesting that there's a real possibility that he's 350 or higher mm-hmm. this year um playing time should be there for days too so there is there is a an avenue where I can get on this Malik Smith train, despite how disgusting <laughs> it is. Um, all right, so I just the,
1: like I just feel like you know before we move on, uh, like I just feel like Smith or is one of those guys that people just kind of take off their board this year.
0: Yeah, there, there is an anti rabbit. Uh, like vibe
1: he he's he the person to shit on this year. Yeah, uh, on podcasts and in articles and things like that. And so I mean I obviously I don't know everybody's preference but I'm sure there are a number of these those guys in this draft and if like you know not necessarily at 160 but like yeah 171 or 190 he's available like yeah I'm going to start yelling
0: <laughs> Just
1: yeah. Yeah, put Malik Smith all throughout our our, our little put, Google put box. him at
0: put him at 171 and 190 not 160 okay I'm okay okay And again especially if we really don't have much yeah then it does become pretty wise. All right. Hard to map out beyond that. So let's go 200 late or later mm-hmm. and start to look at some of our, our favorite targets and then get a range on them. Some guys that we'd really like to have that can fit into any team mold. Um Brandon Lau. Lau. Uh, so we got Voight and Lau right there at the top mm-hmm. uh, of 200. And I, I, I can get behind both. I got a Lau- feeling
1: like we're going to have a first. Well, I guess we can move Muncie... If we don't get Olsen, we end up with Muncie. We can always move Muncie to second. So, second. Vo- yeah Yeah. Vo- void is a guy that I would definitely be interested in. Musgrove, I know, is a guy we both like. Yep,
0: for sure. I'm I'm very I'm not I'm not buckling one percent on him for uh for Colton 2020. Colton Wong is a guy that we could you know grab for speed if we're if we're feeling light on speed. If we don't have that that month or that uh, Vo- or void speed, lol. That Malik Smith speed than uh than wong gonna play every day and Mm -hmm. uh, his defense has really guaranteed his spot and so i'm I'm definitely in on that where where do you what do you feel about the 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 joe adele gambit
1: uh i mean i took him at 153 in afl so the fact he's going off 75 picks later yeah uh, makes me very interested i think if, if, even if he's not up opening day, which I, I do think he could be, even if he doesn't sign that a deal, uh, he'll be up before the end of April. So and it's just we, a we have seven
0: six. spots mm-hmm. to hold, and I, I think we can really get away with it. We've got DL, I believe unlimited DL too. So we're really mm-hmm. positioned in a league like this where if he's starting to fall there, I got no problems looking yeah. to to go for him. Are you in on like a Dustin Keller type? Dustin, M- keller? mitch keller i was looking at dustin may and mitch keller they blended together into dustin I like
1: keller. mitch keller i just feel like the hype's starting to get a little out
0: of control he's pushing it now he has given this wide range here 160 196 to 269 the 269 would be nice that'd be putting <laughs> us in the 18th 19th round range i think
1: I, just, I don't think there's any way he makes it that long
0: yeah so well if, if we get lucky, fine. But before the 18th round, can't happen. We'll yeah. say that with Mitch Keller or Dustin. Either one. I'd take Dustin yeah. Keller as well. I
1: fear Dustin is a pretty good prospect. I actually don't, by the way. The guy I mixed him up with Dustin May, I don't yeah. like his price. I, at no, level. not with the Dodgers continuously adding pitchers. Griffin exactly. Canning is a guy I'm interested in. Yep. Uh, at that spot. Even, God, this is so weird for me to say. Lucchese adding a third pitch. Yes. Has me very intrigued.
0: I I was a Lucchese believer last year, and, you know, his season was not special. You're certainly not – you weren't doing any backflips that you got him. But you had 163 and two-thirds with a 418 and a 122. And outside of, like, maybe a 10-teamer, that really wasn't hurting you. That was perfectly capable, and he was just under a strikeout per inning. Like – I get that you obviously want sub 4, but the 122 whip is nice. Mm-hmm. Like that's an addition and 158 strikeouts that's an addition. So the the in the ERA wasn't killing you. So yeah, sign me up for that because if he does get a third pitch, I think he really becomes a bit more dangerous. So that those are some pitchers. You know who else is going around that range? And I heard he had some not, like nine decent starts last year, Caleb Smith.
1: <laughs> oh, speaking of which, uh Alex Fass is going to be joining uh, Jason and I on Sunday, so not a Pardon me Yeah,
0: yeah, no, I don't know about all that. Uh huh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna have to talk to him. I it's told all, him I was it's already, to him. already booked. No, that's uh, oh, I'm so angry with him right now.
1: <laughs> I, I literally told, said he, he asked me what we we're gonna talk about. I said, we're just gonna talk about Jeff Samarja and Caleb Smith for an hour. Oh my god, if that's all you guys talk about, then fine. <laughs>
0: I'm gonna kill this kid, unbelievable. <laughs> Yeah, uh, all right. Great. Let's uh, let's keep scrolling down here and start to get like two thirty and beyond. See some names that you might uh, be interested. Shin in. Shinsu
1: Chu going at two fifty two is criminal.
0: He's so boring to people, and yet he's still he's just a monster quality player, dude. Yeah.
1: He's gonna That we talk about that lineup being uh, fantastic in in Texas. He leads off for it. Yep. Uh, I mean, it two sixty five, three seventy one, four fifty five with twenty four home runs and fifteen stolen bases last
0: dude. year. Dude. Just a good player. Yeah, I, I I love him, man. I like I really do. And so, I am. Uh, I'd be fully in on taking boring old Shinsuchu. Mm-hmm. He's just so quality. Another guy like uh, right similar to him is Braun. People yeah. go look, if you're unfamiliar with what Ryan Braun continues to do because you haven't had him on a team in a while. He just keeps plugging away. Twenty two and eleven last year at two eighty five, three 505 like they're they they're they're what what was that timex just keep on ticking mm-hmm. like they just keep performing so either of those two old these could fit very nicely with our team especially if we if we got adele like the round or two before mm-hmm. they would be we'd lean on them fully until adele got there and then once adele gets there maybe they become a little bit more we wouldn't even need them to totally perform are you still in on renato nunez
1: uh, yeah. I mean, it depends on what our team construction looks like. Yeah. If we if we've got too many Olsen, Sano kind of guys, Franmil guys, who aren't, you know, maybe a little worried in batting average or something like that. Probably want to stay away from him. But if Agreed. if we if we're safe in batting average and maybe need a little influx of pop, he's a guy that we could definitely uh, look at. Uh, Austin Riley, kind of similar in that. Yes. Uh, Yes. That kind of same vein, he's you know outfield eligible now, gonna gain third base uh, at some point. Uh, I'd like to
0: see them at the lower end of their of their ADP register as well, mm-hmm. particularly Nunez because he's going at 259, but he ranges as high as 282. So i will put him in that 19th round range if he's around there and it does fit our team. Yes, but I'd actually be more in. A, I think Riley. Is we could also so go Danny
1: in Jansen, Jansen in that area too. That, uh, that was I'm my next here question. for that Danny Jansen bounce back.
0: So that was my next question. If we didn't get one of those stud catchers, when do we start looking at it? Is it in this Jansen, um, Tom think, Murphy, yeah, think, fake player tier?
1: Yeah, I think it's in this kind of area. Okay. You know, Danny Jansen, Buster Posey,
0: uh, Tom you, Murphy. You'd be fine to buy back on Buster? Yeah, I mean at 280-something, sure. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm actually I'm, I'm actually with you, man. I think uh, there's, there's maybe a hate's gone too far case yeah. here. I, I just think. And it's, if yeah, Bart it's, comes up, and he gets off, his farts not coming up. You don't think he's coming up at all this year?
1: If he does, it, it's going to be super late. It'll be like August. You got to remember, he like broke his thumb again in AFL. Yeah, it's the get, second he time he's, the AFL. he's broken his hand while catching. Really? Yeah.
0: Is he using his bare hand to catch? I don't know. I, I didn't did I look? wasn't
1: there that day. Yeah, apparently. Like, the Giants are really trying, like, some old-school stuff.
0: They're cutting costs, man. You have Mm -hmm. to earn your glove. Okay, well, (laughs) um, but no, I I can get behind Posey. Uh, Murphy, with uh, Narvaez gone, Murphy's going to play full-time. So they're going to let him sink or swim against righties. He absolutely destroyed lefties. Mm -hmm. Um, So I think he's an interesting one. I agree with you on the Jansen bounce back. We we bought in last year. We overpaid, got burned, and -hmm. now the community is, like, F you, and he's down at 282. We like that lineup, too, and so – I think I think he should get the start over like a Reese McGuire, who's more of the defensive setup. Yeah. For them, um, what do you think about Travis Darno? I'm out on Darno. Okay, I'm not fully in. Um, I, I wouldn't injury be against injury
1: history. Like everybody forgot, like this guy could not stay on the field until last year.
0: Oh yeah, and um, that that part, uh, yes, that's granted. I'm actually like the the reason he would be last on this list here. Like he's a consideration. I, I'm not as fully out on, as you, but I want to be careful. Is because Tyler Flowers is like unquestionably the best framer by by metrics mm-hmm. in the league the last few years. Meaning he's gonna play, dude. Like that. Mm-hmm. It doesn't really matter that he's gonna have a personalized.
1: He's gonna be the personalized catcher for for you're, some pitchers. You're
0: darn right, and so it doesn't matter. That the uh, that the bat dipped down after uh, a couple good years. I think it was two good years, and then last year. Actually, last uh, uh, last uh, last yeah. Last It was 110, 118. 34% strikeout rate. Yeah, the, uh, that was the big deal, is that he started k a bunch more, and he had an 88 WRC plus, but he still got th- 310 played appearances in 85 games. He's going to play, and that's what makes it tough for uh, D'Arnault. Over the last three years, Tyler Flowers, third in catcher war behind Real Muto and Grandal. Yeah, that's not surprising. And it's carried by the defense. So, Mm -hmm. yes, um, I would be careful on Darno, And so I would even maybe favor like a Chirinos. Yeah. Or Roberto Perez over him. Um, I'm actually kind of keen, and this would be even way later. We're talking like pick 25, like a Jason Castro.
1: I was just about to bring him up.
0: I mean, he's going to play. I
1: love Jason Castro. Yeah that price
0: he's like 100 percent. like he's gonna be more of i think max stacy's gonna be more of like a once a week guy as opposed to a two or three times i'd
1: I'd be i'd be keen to look at him at like round 23
0: okay yeah yeah, we could bump him up as well works for me Uh, especially if we need catchers so i don't want to totally let it go and end up with literally nothing i like having a few guys that we believe in so i think we've outlined a, a group there that we're uh that we're sweet on as far as who we could get. Okay, great. Um, anybody else after the 300 range that you'd be,
1: well, you know how much I love Oscar or Teoscar Hernandez. And, uh, he's a guy that I've already got a number of shares of Brandon Nimmo, another guy, uh, after like pick 320, 330 uh, that I believe in. If, if we're looking for, uh, a cheap closer late. I think Sean Anderson's the dude in San Francisco.
0: Okay. You think he is going to be the guy? Yeah. Okay. Now,
1: I mean, there's obviously questions about how they're going to manage, you know, Kepler's going to manage that bullpen, and if the team's going to win enough games where it even matters. Like, if they only win 17 games, you can only win, <laughs> <laughs> for those of you dodger fans that
0: say i'm too hard
1: on the dodgers i'm gonna That's be so equally as hard on the giants this year so i'm only coming
0: in with 17 dubs this year it's gonna be a tough year mm-hmm. Um, i like some boring old guys too like you know I, i'm just if they just fall way too much in like the 340s and beyond like quintana and cole calhoun and robbie can like they, they do nothing they're as far as like Making people ooh and ah—they're boring as hell. But I'm fine with that. Like Jonathan Scope—is he playing every single day for the Tigers? He might play two positions at once. You know, they might just say play first and second. Why not? We love mm-hmm. you. So uh, you know, bo- boring stuff.
1: Our boy Kyle Gibson—I feel like has to be on this team. I mean, we have to figure
0: where's he going. What's his pick?
1: 340 something, 350. Okay, two?
0: if he's that cheap, yeah, then I'm in. You know, um, I think a commenter let us know that he was dealing with diverticulitis. At oh. a point last year, uh, and it really sapped oh, that, his energy.
1: That, that can really mess you up. If, yes. Especially, you know, I mean, for those that don't know, I believe it's an allergy to nuts of some sort. Oh, really? Uh, yeah. So it's, it's, and it just like messes up your gut. Yes. Uh And so,
0: so that was probably, once you get under control, of the, yeah. It's the it's inconsistency with, with Gibson last year, where he, you know, three, four stars of quality few duds in a row back up it's back down. to be a hard
1: thing too when you're on the road and stuff like that right
0: well and then all the grass he's inhaling when he's here mm, yeah so it makes it even tougher so uh, yeah you know we make we meme on him a lot but uh, I'd be interested at that at that pick level for sure um let's see where labor's putting this guy because I just saw on NFBC that they're putting Sutsugo as an outfielder and labor's putting him as a third baseman Weird. That's kind of interesting. Do you like Sutsugo at all? Because I do. I know playing time is the scale. Yeah, that. playing that's, time is the issue for me. I mean, that's uh, that's why he's after three hundred,
1: though. Yeah, I mean at three three thirty nine, that's pretty much what round twenty three. You've pretty much got your team full at that point. So exactly. I, I'm I'm willing to take the shot there, especially if he's going to have third base eligibility. I think that's uh, yeah,
0: really interesting. that's interesting. That's interesting. We'll take that, and then he could add. The first in outfield in season
1: where are you at on mike talkman I, I mean like he's yeah i feel like he's way way underrated like just like people are, are acting like he's not gonna play
0: i think uh i think there is an avenue to play in the outfield there and and i think maybe andahar like if andahar got dealt then of course i'd love talkman but even if he doesn't maybe talkman's the guy who gets dealt but i think he gets dealt somewhere that he could play so either way I'm okay. I think they should be open to maybe trading Andahar and uh, solidifying something else. Cause I'm not sure that he's that needed with Urshela and Voight at the corners. So yeah, uh, sign me up for talking. Let's, uh, let's put him on the list a hundred percent here as our late, uh, our, our late group. Let's see here. What else we got? Uh, I'm Travis Shaw. Been- if we don't end
1: up going with uh, my boy, Malik Smith, uh, we might want to think about the
0: dentist. Like oh he's yeah, gonna play. In the only placement. thing that would change that would be if if they got free. Tra- yeah, but I mean, or if they traded Lindor and got an outfielder back. Yeah, I think that's what you were gonna say. Yeah. So no, have- but um, no, the dentist. What, what's he go four hundred something? Uh, I want to let's see.
1: I just had him up. Uh, yeah, four hundred two.
0: Yeah. Hey, that's the that's guy we've been in before, and with the price this cheap now, I think we could absolutely consider him yeah. um
1: i mean even i mean i know his season was wasn't great last year but he's put up what it looks like three consecutive seasons of at least 20 stolen
0: bases you know and, and late like that mm-hmm. and he gets on he gets on base Two of the last three years, he got on base had a decent clip for for like a no punch type of guy. Three forty seven, three ten is the bad one, but even that, he had a two sixteen average. So he he, relative to his average, mm-hmm. that's still a good OBP. And then the said, yeah, he's had
1: nine to ten percent walk rates, uh, pretty much every year in yep. the majors. It's uh, you know minus two thousand sixteen was the only year he didn't.
0: So okay, yeah, I'm in. I'm in on him. Um, on uh, Delano DeShields. we call him the Dentist, DDS. You're wondering where that comes from that really confuses people. Although I love the person who thought it was because when he got hit in the face that one time, (laughs) his face ballooned up and he had to go to the dentist. I love that. I'm like, yeah, you're a genius. That's not what I was going for. I was going for the more basic, his initials, but uh, that was very clever that you came up with it. They just thought, no, that's that's 100% why. I was like, oh, that's cute. Um, Another potential speed option. I mean, he's going to play every day, but he is a tiger. It's Victor Reyes. Yeah.
1: I'd rather do Jorge Mateo and, and hope for the best.
0: Uh, fine by me. You know I'm in on that. I am in on him more than Barreto, who I know is your guy, but uh mm-hmm. Tony Kemp really cramped our F in style, man. Yeah. Because he is gonna make the team. Uh they they traded for him. He like he's not he's not gonna be left out in the cold. Do you like Pablo Lopez at all?
1: I bought in because of Nick last year and yeah. felt pretty burnt afterwards. Uh
0: well, don't so, worry. The price reflects. That yeah, the pr- the
1: price is super cheap. Uh, I mean, the projections on him are pretty decent. I mean, we're talking yeah. about like you know four eighteen, ERA. You know, at three at three fifty five. Come on.
0: Yeah. What was
1: his strikeout rate in the year? I mean, I know like it wasn't 22 great. but. Two
0: or twenty three percent.
1: Let me see. Uh oh, fourteen percent in the second half it
0: was wow man he wasn't missing bats at all
1: yeah and he, he just getting crushed too giving up uh, 1.8 homer per 9 and I, and I just yeah i think i'd have to dig into why D- dig into such...
0: his um second article on the uh, on the profile there good pitches from bad pitchers by yours mm-hmm. truly and, uh, and see why – you'll see why I, I think he's okay at, at 350. Right. Or later. Or later. Because I, like, I don't – I mean,
1: at that point, it, these are guys that are going to be churning through. You know, Zach Eflin is an interesting guy in that – Wade Miley, another interesting guy in that area. Yeah. Uh, I mean, we're, we're talking guy. about guys who are going to be kind of rotating in and out of our lineup anyways. Yep. So, not overly concerned about who we pick. And you'll be kind of taking over – at yes, this point, you have to go I, I unfortunately will only be able to stay for the first two to three hours of the draft because I've got a scuba class and um we're we're getting our equipment on that, that, uh, that that's day. pretty cool
0: but so, though by the way that's a pretty oh cool my god I have to be...
1: I'll tell you they, they they gave us like a swim evaluation where they made me swim like a mile oh my gosh um I would die 14 people in the class two of them quit they're like nah 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 it took me like 45 minutes
0: to swim a mile uh but i did it (laughs) good you persevered yeah it was it was it was awful it sounds like my i'm breathing more heavily just thinking about it
1: i was like it was no joke like dog paddling by the end
0: (laughs) you're like i just gotta finish yeah
1: no quitting me
0: there you go that's a respect it because that is like really difficult to do, so uh, f all of that. But uh, you keep you keep swimming out there. Just keep swimming. Um, all right, I think we kind of got it. I think well maybe we'll you throw me more names over the day as you mm-hmm. see them for those later picks. But I think we've got a pretty firm game plan here. We're going to be pretty flexible, but we are going to be kind of uh, uh, pitcher hitter pitcher hitter split in these first eight to ten rounds, which will really open up our our second half. Uh, plus actually our 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 latter two thirds, I should say to kind of go wherever we want, yeah, so I think
1: I think we get a good game plan here. I mean, obviously picking at ten is kind of a weird spot because we can't really project what we're gonna end up with in the first round, which obviously translates into what we're gonna do for the rest of the draft, but yeah, it sets the. Uh, tone. Yeah. So, but that being said, you know, shortstop or Degrom, I think sets us up really, really well.
0: I agree. I agree. And then tomorrow we will uh, we'll be recording, and I think we'll also be on Twitch. I can put it on a a like five. I mean, I can put it as much of a delay as I want, but as long as I do like, I'd say five to six minutes, will be fine. Because mm-hmm. we're not going to be talking that far out for anything anyway. So even if our competitors were here. Or they sent in some uh, some spies, we would be <laughs> we would be covered. I've done drafts where I've done NFPC drafts on on Twitch and with the delay it's perfectly fine. Yeah. So um, yeah. So look for that on to I mean I, I should I shouldn't say that because well, you're this yeah, till Wednesday. We have, uh, or, yeah, look for it yesterday. I'll tweet I'll tweet about it. I'll tweet about it. How about that? But anyway, I'll let you go, Justin, and we will reconvene tomorrow evening. And uh, maybe if, if Bets gets traded, we'll have to find some time to jump on for like 15 minutes to talk about it. But otherwise, we will talk yeah. tomorrow. All
1: right, sounds great. Peace. Take it easy.